Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. I'd like to welcome on the line now Sanusha Naidu, who's a senior research associate at the Institute for Global Dialogue. Sanusha, very good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon to you, Michael, and good afternoon to the as well. Once again, thank you, Sanusha, for making the time. We're going to be look at this. We're going to be looking rather at this expected cabinet reshuffle. And okay. uh, before I came into studio, uh, something caught my eye. I just want to recap on this. Ibrahim Patel has already been sworn in. So, what do you make of that move to begin with? Yeah, I mean, the president has, or not the president, uh, both um, Enoch. Kadangwana, yes. finance minister, right. and of course Ibrahim Patel were both non-members of parliament, but were appointed in the cabinet. And so their inclusion now in, cab- in, in, in parliament means that the reshuffle tonight could indicate the president's possibility or plausibility of appointing two people into the cabinet that are not members of parliament. So wow. we already know that in the period uh, just after the new year, Paul Mashatile, Srisle Zikalala, um, the deputy, um, second deputy SG of the party, uh, Ramakopa, mm-hmm. and I think it was Park Tao were all kind of sworn into parliament as members. And so the president now has that prerogative in terms of he appointing a cabinet. Remember, the cabinet is appointed at the president's prerogative. So, right. We have to watch to see which, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean, let me just point this out as well as a clarification. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to see uh, a whole set of new ministries coming to be. I think the, 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 the question is, the big question is who's going to be the Minister of Electricity. And that's going to be in the presidency and that constitutes right. a, um, a budgetary uh, implication for the executive and sure. for government. But at the same time, You've got vacancies like the public service administration vacancy, where the former minister, Ayanda Glodlo, has now moved to the World Bank. And that vacancy uh, for a minister has been vacant for, I think, 11 months. And the president hasn't basically appointed anybody into that ministry. I think at the moment, the labor minister is kind of um, doubling up as also taking on that portfolio. So this then means that you could end up in a situation as a possible scenario that you have an appointment of a of a of a member into the cabinet that is not necessarily a member of parliament and that's what I think we are reading into this. Just to, just looking just going back to Ibrahim Patel, uh, I just like to recap what was his role before exactly? Well he was appointed from the tripartite alliance. Remember you've got the tripartite alliance. And yes. of course after the trip after the elections in twenty nineteen he was appointed as Minister of Trade and Industry uh, Competition, DTIC. Right. And mm-hmm. that was part of, I think, how you bring in the tripartite alliance excuse me, into the space. Okay. Um, remember, Bladen Zamande is, is the SACP. And, of course, he's Minister of um, Higher Education. Sure. So you've got these ministers as well and deputy ministers. I think Buti Mayamale is also deputy... Minister of Higher Education. So you've got these ministers that can actually be on the ANC's um, list mm-hmm. for national provincial um, parliament right. in terms of the, the list to parliament after the election. And they can then 
serve on that, and they can also make the NEC list. Now, in the last uh, elective conference, after the NEC uh, list was announced, you notice that there has been very minimal uh, members of the NACP or the tripartite okay. on the NEC mm-hmm. as well. So right. there's a number of things to, to, to actually extrapolate from this in terms of what sure. the president's going to announce this evening, uh, in terms of what they're calling a kind of organizational restructuring of the, right. in terms of the executive. What that means, it could be anything. Is it a reshuffle? Is it actually putting, bringing in new people into, into cabinet? And it doesn't mean that, uh, that you're going to actually have new ministries. It's just the electricity one that we have to uh, look at and who's going to be right. the uh, p- person that's going to appoint it to that portfolio within the presidency. But at the same time, I think you're going to see, you know, whether it's going to be a moving around of ministers from one portfolio to the other, and there's been a whole lot of speculation around. Indeed, Sunusha, as you say, speculative at this point in time. Just something I'd like to run by. Do you believe that the the, the cabinet is uh, somewhat bloated? Uh, You know, it's it's overextended (laughs) at this day. Do you think we could look forward to perhaps some reason prevailing where, uh, you know, like some positions are? I know now we've got the Minister of Public Enterprises, which has been questioned, but if we've got him, why have we got a Minister of Electricity coming about? But is there any any, any chance that I, one can see reason along those lines? I'm not betting on this one that mm. this is going to be a a restructuring of reducing right. the bloatedness and the fat mm-hmm. of the of the of the of the cabinet. Sure. Uh, I think there was a graph that shows that our public sector wage is really out of proportion in terms of where we are. Certainly. It's really a biggest the biggest expense. On, 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 the, on the government books right. in terms of how much of money goes to the expenditure in terms of the public sector wage and so forth. But that doesn't just only constitute the expenditure of government. It's across the board. But if you looked at yesterday's uh, Sunday Times report, and what's really concerning for me is whether or not ministers, the bureaucracy of the state, particularly in the executive, are they taking the ministerial handbook seriously because that sets the rules around expenditure? And if the right. Sunday Times report is reflecting on this, it seems as if there's no kind of willing to abide by that ministerial handbook. And that's where I think the idea of irregular spending or not conform, not even irregular spending, and not conforming to the rules around the ministerial handbook, right. which says this is how you need to sign off on expenditure. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem to be happening. And I think that's a bigger, that's a bigger crisis for us. It's, so the one is, trying to reduce the bloatedness of the bureaucracy mm-hmm. and, and, and the cabinet, which I'm not, I, I don't think is going to happen tonight. I think the, 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 the problem we have right now is that there's a crisis within a crisis, that we have reached a point where that we are so fixated on when this reshuffle is going to happen because the president has not done it. In, I think it's taken the longest time ever. I think this will be the only the second time that he'll do a reshuffle oh, in his dear. first term, so to speak, that it's it, it, it's more about that than ab- about reducing the uh, the uh, you know if you want to talk right. about it in business terms, which the president talks about consequent management as a process in government, but doesn't really happen. If Certainly. you want to talk about it that way, the cost to company structure is just untenable. And mm-hmm. so the problem we're having right now is that you, I don't think that's even the the prevailing view of how to reduce that expenditure. And then of course you got the fact that there's 
there's, there's like the public service administration. I'll just give you an example. It does, I'm not saying it's happening, but if you don't have a minister that's, that's actually uh, you know in control or, or or managing the the portfolio, then people are not being held accountable for how they're spending, and so the ministerial handbook becomes almost null and void. It's not being abided by. So I think we we're sitting with a kind of duality and a complexity of crises yes. that are basically pen, uh, basically going through the structure of government and governance. Indeed. Chris, crisis of the situation of crises uh, certainly coming into play there, as you mentioned, Sanusha. Just to round off, which portfolios do you believe need proper attention? Just uh, very quickly. <laughs> well, All of them. Well, no, certainly. <laughs> the certainly. But well, which is the most pressing? <laughs> which, which, what can we look for? What are we hoping to, what are we really I'm, looking forward to? I know it's well, speculative, I, but... Uh, yeah, but I think the, the ones that people have been raising or there's been commentary mm. around is the question around the security cluster, so the police ministry. So, okay. um, mm-hmm. Obviously, there needs to be a minister in the public service administration. Right. There's questions about whether the the, uh, the, the, the public enterprises ministry, uh, whether President Gordon should stay, should he be removed. There's, there's all the challenges there. There's questions around the, um, the mineral resource and electricity ministry as well. Um, and then, of course, there's the question of this new minister that's going to come in to resolve our electricity crisis. Yes. The minister of electricity, <laughs> which is a very bad name for a portfolio. It, it is. It's like, it's like wishy-washy. It's like one, oh, we, yeah, it's, it's just like, come up with know, a new minister uh, of electricity. The head of the household. Right. Um, but, the, but the problem with, with it is that I think that you can't just focus on one, one of the, uh, you can't just focus on these few ministries. It's a cohesive, coherent issue that all of the, 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 the ministries and the departments and, of course, the bureaucracy of the state has to work in tandem with each other. Sure. They all have to align, even home affairs, you know, at certain points. The one thing that I think that we have to think about as well is what's going to happen to, to where the, minister, where the um, state security agency is now placed in the presidency. Is that going to stay there or is it going to be removed? Does it become a ministry again on, of, 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 uh, on its own? There's all of these speculative questions around it. But right. I think the entire gambit of government is in a state of reflection review. But it has to be that all of this needs to be looked at in a much more critical way than just saying we need to tinker with a few ministries and hope that we get it right. The last point to make, Michael, is I don't think this is going to be a reshuffle to resolve uh, the crisis of of what we are experiencing, whether it's electricity, whether sure. it's water, whether it's the economy, whether mm-hmm. it's state-owned enterprises. I think this is going to be something that we're going to have to live with for until 2024, or if not beyond that. Thank you, Sanusha. Thank you for that very encouraging piece of information. Just joking, Sanusha. Yeah, uh, yeah, great. Thank. Look, that's, we can only hope for the best. Uh, that's happening around about 7 o'clock this evening when the president will be uh, delivering that uh, address to us to tell us now what the cabinet is going to look like. Sanusha, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon and for your lowdown on what we can expect and speculate and just hope for the best. That's all we can do.